Live from the William Hill Sportsbook at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino, it's Cofield and Company. Here we go, 4 o'clock hour, Willie Ramirez is here as the company, it's Cofield. Ari is back in our Finley Toyota studios. Danny helping out here at Silver 7. 77 cent beer start up in just a little bit during the NFL game and also during the VGK game. And that's good for all NFL games and all Vegas Golden Knights games. Uh, MVP awards are in. American League, no shocker. I'm not sure why there was a debate at the end of the year with uh, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Otani pitching and hitting was insane this season. So he's the MVP in the AL. NL, it's hometown hero Bryce Harper. So Bryce wins. A little closer race there as uh, who the hell did he beat out? Now I just lost the votes. Whatever. Uh, he beat out Juan Soto was one of the guys who was uh, right near him. But Bryce wins his second MVP award. Uh, right now we're getting ready for Patriots and Falcons. Seems like a mismatch on paper. Unless you believe that the Patriots are being blown up a little bit and a bit overrated. As I do, they are six and a half minus 120 at the William Hill book, and the total has ticked down from 47.5 to 47. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents the Big Five at Four, number five. I see a lot of people are worked up about the name change to the uh, Lakers, Clippers, Kings Arena. Yeah. Why? I've seen more people upset... Kobe followers, and I'm not sure what that has to do with the place that Kobe built, but I'm not sure like what the tie-in, why they're so upset. Like so they Kobe. connect they they connect that forever to the name Staples, an office supply store. Right. But I mean or the is statue's it, not going. I mean he's No, going. none of that stuff is going anywhere. No. I don't know. You can call it what you want. They they don't pay you to call it a certain name, and if you don't like the new, you know, crypto thing, then don't call it crypto to me I, I think the story is the fact that this company paid this much money i'm fascinated to see how much money they paid up front because arash our buddy in la the king of la king of vegas was saying this is the beginning this is going to help fund a one billion dollar renovation of the arena like how much of this money did they pay up front and are they good for all this money 700 million dollar 20-year naming rights deal? Somewhat squashes the notion that to all the people that have been hating on the the the, the uh, I don't know if it's is it a stock market or whatever whatever the crypto market, <laughs> we are very sort, much of, into sort, the crypto of, market. sort of squashes that whole notion that it's, it? that it's well I mean if they had a, you're right if they had a hand over a hundred you know are you telling of millions me, of dollars uh, yeah I mean you're telling me somebody didn't do their due diligence as to who this new naming rights sponsor was going to be and to make sure that the money was good I'll tell you what I've gotten a kick out of I'm not sure if we're supposed to publicize this or sensationalize this or what the deal is, but is all the videos that have come out when it says like, you know, so-and-so walking in next year and then they show some of the rappers or some of the other Serena Williams, you know, you know what the Crip Walk is, right? They, that's that's the whole that's been the gimmick the whole t- the last couple of days it's like I've seen that too. walking into walking into the soon to be crypto blah, 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 and then they show them d- doing the little crypt dance the crypt walk the this that you know like our I, I don't know just as, as a comparison our 18 years from now you know flurry has a statue in front of T-Mobile which by the way I was the first one in the market and the only one to call for that um, it will happen flurry will have a statue 
when some other phone company comes in. You know, Jim's phones, uh, the new Rage no, phones. Twenty one. years from now, are people going to be pissed off that they don't get the call? I'll give you, you know, a- the home of Flurry, T-Mobile. I'll give you a better one. I'll give you a better one. Forget that one. Let's give you a better one to this community. I don't think you're going to give a better one. I'm going. I to challenge give- you. I'm going to give you a better I comparison. I'm already ready for the two shots. Oh man, I already win. I already win for the fact that you're being so adamant that I won't win. The fact that what about? If someone tried to change the name of the Thomas and I Mac, knew you were going to do that when Jerry Tarkanian statue is stupid. sitting there. That's stupid. Why that's would no the- comparison? Was Thomas and Mac a local grocery store? It's that's the whole point here. It was. It's a freaking paper store. We're getting all worked up over a sponsor like Thomas and Mac. There's actually that wasn't a naming rights deal. No, those are people. Right. Right. But I'm just saying. Okay. There's just yes. Sta- we yes, were talking that, about statues. That, that, that would be about. that would be valid. That would be valid if you right. scrape, you know, I mean, I don't know how pissed off people got down in San Diego, but like I still called it Jack Murphy Stadium. That was a person. And when whoever took over Qualcomm and whatever other places, I mean, you can, I guess you can get upset in that case. But I, the, the weird one here is like people are in love with and good for Staples, man. They got their money's worth out of this naming rights deal. But, you know, I'm like, still going like, to call it. You can call whatever you want. Mama call called to say, Mama called to say. I know. I, I know on Black Friday, and they better come up with something. I don't even know if Staples is around anymore. Um, I know my one of my Black Friday spots is Office Depot and Office yeah. Max. I think they sure. combined, so now it's Office D Max or something. I don't know what it is, but can we get free pops to everybody? I, that, that, that was my bottom line in this. Like people fell in love basically with a, the, the name of the arena was not you know some it wasn't Bus Arena. No, Doctor Bus Arena. Then you'd be pissed off. If I will be highly upset. If the Finley Studios ever get changed to Ari Studio and not Cofield Studio, that's probably gonna that that probably will change. And I wouldn't, you know, I mean, we love the Finley Group, but that could change at some point. It's never gonna change. Finley's are they, Silver Sevens could change the name here in the middle. Of, I mean, we, we, I think we're gonna be here. Not if you. What if you have a statue up front? Could what if Silver it's you? Sixes. What are if we it's gonna get all pissed off? No, what if it's, it's Cofield with headphones on and a microphone in hand? A statue in front. Well, that, then we have a whole different conversation. <laughs> that would be quite the honor, and uh, we're going to work on that. All right. Of all the places, yes, that I want, I want a statue. I will. I'll be honest with you. There's this is probably the, some of the most legendary work we did was at a local strip club is, that changes name. I would like a statue out in front of that with my headphones. This is because we had a wiffle ball home run contest is, there. We had a three point shooting contest there. Now, now Willie's doing the fist. He just wants to get the hell. Out. You're the one who brought the statue. Far. Number four saying some of the best work that we did on this radio show taking a deep breath i don't know what you're getting worked up about <laughs> getting sweaty in my uh, how how deep would you think the breathing was on coach k when he found out that his grandson got pulled over or was he more angry that his star player his star freshman was in the car and got charged with aiding and abetting uh this is an embarrassing deal an embarrassing deal for duke basketball you know where it didn't happen it didn't happen in Las Vegas, where Duke will be next week. Do you want me to go right to this? My question for you. Go ahead. I don't know if you thought about this one. Jump, jump, jump. You're, you're always pitching AP stories. Uh-huh. Um, would it not be a great AP story to, since we just had the the tragedy with Tina Tintor in our community and Henry Ruggs of the Raiders, wouldn't it be great to get Mike Shashevsky on record talking about drinking and driving and Mark Few on record talking about drinking and driving? You think they'd be open, both of them, to talk about that? Coach K has always been kind to me. Um, when Duke came, and when and with 
USA Basketball. Never thought that that dude actually knew. I, I don't think he knows who Willie Ramirez is, but one day in the back tunnel, the team over stopped. Hey, how are you? Caught hey, up with Willie. Caught up. No, no Willie. He didn't, doesn't know me by name. But uh, I think that they, you know, I think that both should be open to speaking about it, considering that there are mentors of young men. I agree. And young men that are not of age to drink. Yep. This is not John Gruden and Rich Passaccia's team of 22, 23, 24, 25, 26-year-old men. These are people getting young men directly out of high school, one of which was a Liberty High School star, now starring at Gonzaga. So they absolutely should be open to speaking about it if somebody wants a comment on it. There should be no, I don't have a comment. Now, if they don't want to get long-winded and do a full-blown interview, but to have a comment on, and if we opened it up and said, hey, this obviously is not an issue that we just dealt with here in Las Vegas, the tragedy of Tina Tintor, but this is nationwide, worldwide. Can we get your thoughts on this? Sounds like a good story. You already have the question ready to go. I got to call my AP editor. You do the rest of the segment. Number three. He's kidding. He's still here. Um, Ed Graney, Adam Hill. Those two, man. Big, big trip. I didn't want commentary on Big trip to New York, uh, whatever it was, uh, 10 days ago. What did they actually get out of the trip? We got some stories here, didn't we? Both on Gallant and Reeves. I know what I didn't get. I didn't get fridge magnets that everybody usually brings me back from these trips. Well, I didn't know that. You uh, Is that what you collect? Fridge I magnets? love fridge magnets. Really? My guy, Jesse Merrick from Channel 3, he's out there right now. He was a t- he, I, I, Yeah, he's getting me some fridge magnets. From Pressure's on. Might have to get you a Laramie fridge magnet. <laughs> no one else is going to. No, nobody was going to bring me nothing back from Laramie. Right, if I remember. Or Colorado Springs. Uh, these two, you know, I actually enjoyed the both stories. Ed had to write a nice lead into the Q&A. He basically transcribed the interview. It was just a, a straight Q&A. And I think that was the right thing to do with Gerard Glant because it allowed him to just be him rather than try to craft a feature story around what he said. Let it all come out. Um, the lead-in was nice. And then Adam had an entertaining piece with Ryan Reeves, both former Golden Knights. They'll be here in January, in which reunion week. I mean, you got Winnipeg coming to town with Nate Schmidt. You got the Rangers coming to town with – oh, uh, Nate Schmidt and Paul Stastny. The Rangers with Gallant and Reeves and the Blackhawks with Marc-Andre Fleury. We're going to have to have a tribute video grading on the Cofield company, but either me or Adam's going to have to give you at the end of this because how many tribute videos? I mean, can you imagine the video production crew, what they're going through right now for that week? How many people are going to cry and tear up and everything with everybody that's coming back between Nate Schmidt, Ryan Reeves, and Marc-Andre Fleury? You throw in the tribute video. I don't know if Stassi's going to get one, but one of the best lines that Adam had in there was from uh, Ryan Reeves was that he, he wants to be booed. He wants the fans to boo him. He wants the night. He'll, he accepts the tribute video. He loves Las Vegas. He wants. I know that he probably wants to come back and live here, but he wants to be treated like he's the, you know, the the villain that he is, the goon that he I won't is. Do it. I won't do it. And I will go to that game as a fan, and I will cheer Ryan Reeves just because. Um, I recently bought his beer. I finally tried it. Just you know, just to give him some money. Sure. I don't. I don't really like he needs I, IPA. He needs it. Yeah, and needs uh, it. and I've also become a lot more water smart because of him because of all the threats. Yeah. 
you don't want to so get there's a, So there's a legacy there. there I got a, I got a great personal Ryan Reeves story that I could share. But he, uh, so, so, so every like, I could share it, but I'm not going to. It's going to take a long time. So he, no, day. it won't take a long time. Also the Rangers game. It won't take. Mark yeah, it down. Got, That's a tease board, Ari. Tease it, Ari. We, got, that, we, we need that on the tease Throw board. that on your little, on your little write-in that you send. Wow. Uh, no, but he wants to end show he, who's he going to take out? Who? Which which player is he going to take out to get the crowd really to go, hey, F you, Ryan Reeves. Wow. Is it going to be Jonathan Marchessault? It's the littlest guy on the team. People are just trying to play slots on a Thursday afternoon, and you're just you're screaming. That poor lady over there. <laughs> you across the – so January 6th is also uh, – that'll be the perfect day for Ari to finish off. I know he started – for Ari to finish off the long audio tribute to both Gallant and Reeves. The video is going to be great. That's a lock. Audio is always better than video. Right, Ari? The magic of radio. None of your business. That's the beginning of it. That'll be in there somewhere. Number two. Notice uh, Adam didn't write the Gallant story. No. No, it's, no, no. Ed didn't really write it either. I mean, Ed, you know, Ed, Ed's a good kid, but taking shots at Ed now. That guy, he 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 wrote the nice lead in, but it was Q and A. The, the hardest part about writing these features like this is is transcribing all those quotes, man. I uh, hate transcribing notes. Number two. I'm a little panicked about the, the nights right now. I just emptied my whole account tonight. Betting account: Red Wings plus one thirty-five against the Knights. I thought you were going to say that you emptied it. On the Golden Knights to win it all. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna capitalize on what's going on with the Knights right now. Oh, there is no panic. That's the joke on the show. We keep hearing about panic. panic no panic. panic. No panic. What's going on? Right? And Willie keeps yelling at us. There's no panic. No. Because why? They're playing pretty good hockey right now. You're not gonna win every freaking game. And not everybody's there. I and mean, not everybody's there. That's the biggest thing. No Pacioretty. Now Marchessault's got COVID. William Carrier. Alec Martinez has a slice across his face. I mean, they're going to be healthy at some point. Jack Eichel, right? The great, I mean, this is the great acquisition. Top five centermen. Got to wait. Post-Olympics, this team is going to be rocking and rolling. There's an article, Steve. Yes. The NHL panic meter. I don't can't even believe that somebody wrote an article and put that as the headline, but the NHL no, panic you, meter. But you, you clicked which, on it and you sent it and we're doing it on the show. So what do you team, mean you can't believe they did it? Which it, team it, is in the most trouble? Freak out mode is one. Chicago Blackhawks are on there with a Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, they can't be feeling good. No, well, he can't be feeling good. He agreed to it. Vancouver Canucks, Golden Knights just roasted them. They're on the list. Canadians, how about the Canadians? Four twelve and two last week or last year eliminated the Golden Knights in the in the Golden Knights third trip to the conference to the Final Four, the NHL Final Four. I saw that my buddy uh, Cofield is struggling. Or Caulfield, as he mispronounces it, Cole Caulfield. Cole Caulfield. Rough times. Yeah. Uh, he'll come around and mm-hmm. change his name to Maybe. Caulfield. I'm changing my change, name, by the way. Did you know that? Caulfield. Did you know that I went down to the Clark County Government Center? I'm changing my last name. Just Will. Oh, what is it going to be? Willie Bitcoin. I'm going to try to get a sponsorship. Oh, you got all the jokes today. Sure. All right. Respond to that joke with a laugh track or just number one? Number one. Apparently, it wasn't that funny. Oh, he's a clown. Uh, top story. More Yahoo. Are you gonna are you gonna intro this Yahoo story by saying I can't believe they wrote this? Yeah. No, this one's pretty good, right? Sure. NFL playoff picture is a mess. Yes. So you have the reasons to believe in and doubt every team in the field. Every single team. 
Okay. Well, we told you yesterday, the, the uh, Raiders right now are, yes, a dog to make the playoffs, plus 210. And no, that's a pretty I, strong I, favorite. I emptied minus the count on that one. No, you did not. You did it on the yes or not. I, t- I told you yesterday, I like the Raiders to make the Well, that doesn't mean you would actually make the bet. I mean, that's saying it is one thing. Not yet. I got the broker k- cashing out one of the crypto coin accounts, and then I'm going to put all the money on the Raiders. All right. Well, load up more jokes. On the way back, the- I want to hear the reasons why we should doubt the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. And I may make the Tweet case. us. Let us know. And that as well. But Yahoo did a good write-up, so we'll talk about that. Coming back, Brad Powers at the end of the hour on college football. So he'll give us uh, – leans and likes and also clue us in on what he thinks about the Patriots and the Falcons tonight. It's the Big Five at Four. Brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers. 570-9000. Both sides of the ball. We talk about starting fast and finish faster. You know, everyone has different vernacular, but that's kind of how we talk about it. That's what we preach to our team. And in the games that um, we've started fast, we've been in position to have a chance to win them in the end. In the games we haven't, Lately, we've, we're struggling, you know, getting ourselves back in the game in the fourth quarter. Now, back to the William Hill Sportsbook Inside Silver Sevens with Cofield and Company. Rich Basaccia on the starts. Yep. So, so what do you think's happened? What do you think's happened? Why have things bogged down at the beginning of games now? Well, that's just it. Is it it's not now. Um... That was an answer to my question for a story I wrote, and I posed the same question to Derek Carr, and (laughs) he said, and if I'm honest, everyone wants to score first, but all those percentages and stats is not how I got to the NFL. I worked my tail off, and there were a lot of people around me more talented, but I just kept going. And my follow-up sentence was, that may be true, but nobody's questioning the work ethic. The fact of the matter is, since Derek Carr has come in the league, when the Raiders score first, they're 32-29. and 29. When the opponents score first, since his rookie season, the Raiders are 20-40. and 40. So, as much as you want to say, well, those are just stats. That's, they're more than stats. They're the win-loss record. So... I, I, that's what I want. The end. It's not. It's not a matter of well, what's happening? Why aren't they? Why aren't you coming out? Why aren't you performing better here? Or 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 or, or um, being outgained in the rushing department or the passing department? Blah blah blah. We could go that level if you want, but I, these are specific win and loss records. You're not scoring first. You're winning thirty three percent of those games. You only did not play in two of those games. Okay, Derek. So in those two games. The opposition scored first, and the Raiders lost. But you still are 20-38 and 38 as the starting quarterback of the Raiders when the opposition scores first. So, I mean, yes, it's cliche. Hey, well, yeah, we want to start off fast. No kidding. But why aren't you? What's going on? Well, I, I can't answer that question because I'm not an NFL coach, and I'm not an NFL quarterback. But it's obviously a problem. Um, and they're about to play a very hungry football team that has the same record and needs a win. And you know what? It could come down. This game could come down to that final wild card. If, it, if you look back, you know, they're both, what, five and four, right? So eight games left. Raiders got four at home, four on the road. When you look back at this game, if they're tied at the end and the Cincinnati wins, who's got the tiebreaker for that final wild card spot? So a lot of things have to happen in this game. 
They need to come out aggressively. They need to get back to where they were when Basaccia took over and Greg Olson was calling the plays. Whether or not teams figured out, we heard from Fangio that first week said, well, you know, the tricky part is, is we know Greg Olson, but we, you know, and we, he's, yes, he's called plays, but you can't just say, well, when he called plays with this team or that team, and when he was with this team, you know, whatever it may be, when Greg was with, with uh, Gus Bradley of Jacksonville, just because they called plays then, this is a different lineup. But now they've gotten used to it. They saw what they did for two straight games, and look what happened against the Giants. Yes, they went through the tragedy, but these are the guys that came in the media room and said, no, 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 no. We're professionals. We have to deal with adversity. We can't let those distractions get to us. Okay. So if you're not going to put the blame on that, you're not going to put the blame on the tragedy to Tina Tintor, well, then I guess it falls on your shoulders. And who's the captain of the team? Who's the leader of the team? Derek Carr. So now we got to go to the track record of what happens when the opposition comes out and scores first. And I said to him, hey, I understand there's going to be an opening kickoff where teams get the chance to score first. Yeah. And you're deferring. A lot of times they defer to the second half. You're still not winning the games. So, you know, everybody wants to point blame to one thing. You know, if, if we're not in that locker room, we want to say, well, they've had distractions. Okay. Yes, they've lost two straight since the tragedy to Tina Tintor and Max, the golden retriever. But they're not putting the blame on that. So they better wake up because Cincinnati's not playing around. They're going to come in looking for a dub. Coming up, another update on that Antonio Brown story that broke uh, a couple hours ago. Allegations out there that he used a fake Vax card. But as we pointed out, the allegation was actually coming from someone who worked for him, and Brown owes that person a lot of money. At the William Hill Race and Sportsbook, sign up for the mobile betting app and get $50 added to your account. You can never count Matty Ice out. You never know when Matty Ice is going to go, you know, hot tub time machine, turn the clock back, and turn into that MVP quarterback that he used to be. He shows flashes of that. This is a team that's 4-5, and five, but they lost some tough games. They should be better than what their record are. Too. We'll see if Mac Jones can come in a hostile environment. The dome gets loud. Let's see if he can take that show on the road. We don't mess around when it comes to food. It's the Fat Pack on Cofield and Company. Brought to you by Nova Home Loans. You see a pair of laughing Bart eyes. Scott on the dangers of the Falcons eh, against the Patriots. Willie's on the Patriots. I'm on the Falcons. We'll get to that in a little bit. Update on Antonio Brown. Didn't he, forget that one. Didn't forget that one. He's hanging with Aaron Rodgers. Um, latest... We didn't hear earlier in the day. He owes, supposedly owes ten thousand to a former chef. The chef came out and was like, "Listen, his girlfriend reached out to me. Antonio Brown wanted to get a fake Vax card, Johnson and Johnson card. Uh, I eventually told her I couldn't get it. Then the chef saw Brown a few weeks later. Well, a few weeks later when they were talking, Brown showed the fake Vax cards he got from somewhere else. So that's where that allegation was. Now." The Bucks have said, listen, we looked in, you looked at everyone's Vax card, we didn't see any irregularities. And now Brown's attorney, he's coming pretty strong here, so I guess I guess he's uh, maybe, well, he is, he's, he's got to be vaccinated, right? This guy wouldn't lie. Uh, quote, if Antonio's doctors and guidelines require a booster shot, then at that time he'll be happy to do it on live TV and everyone can come watch. The, the attorney says he is vaccinated. So basically saying the chef is a liar. So maybe this is dead here. Maybe not. Maybe not. The rage on the internets today 
You know, when you put food up on Twitter, there's always going to be some sort of split. And this is good for this place called the Macy's Pizzeria somewhere in Western uh, New York. They're doing a Thanksgiving pizza. So you got turkey and cranberry on there. You're rolling your eyes. I tweeted out a slice. I, see um, I also sent it with the warning. Uh, if you come at anyone with the I'm Italian. I'm not Italian. Up yours. Okay. We don't want to hear it. Um, no one has territorial rights to pizza. I mean, we've kind of bastardized pizza here anyway in the U.S. We can do whatever we want with pizza. Okay. Except for except for that stupid Halloween pie with the candy corns. And I still am staunchly against ham and pineapple. But beyond that, you know, if someone wants to make, a, you know, the, what are the Capriotis, want to make the Bobby into a pizza, you do it. Basically what it is, are you okay? You look like you're hyperventilating. Are you okay with the Thanksgiving slice? I was going to address the Thanksgiving slice until I read the last part of this. Wait a minute. You don't like, you don't approve of I, pineapple I on pizza? I don't. I basically told everyone. You just tweeted shut, out. Shut the hell up about you just grating pizza and I grated pizza. So that was the genius of Stuffing and turkey tweet. and cranberry and said Bobby on the pizza from the Capriotis, but uh-huh. we can't. I can't put pineapple on my you pepperoni pizza. You can do it. No, you just said F O H with yeah, that. I said F out of here, but F whatever. out of here. All right, look. I am. I. You know. You know. People say if you if you could have one food the rest of your life, if you go on a deserted island. And you were going to take Angelina Jolie with you. What's the one food? It's always pizza. Pizza. Yes. There are two foods. Yeah. In, there are two foods in this world that I never want to hear three words when you say, hey, would you like? And they say, I'm not hungry. You do not have to be hungry for pizza or donuts. I don't care who you are, what you say. You do not have to be hungry to eat a donut or to have a slice of pizza. I'm going to throw a nice hot bowl of soup in there, too. Stop. I'm a big soup guy. Okay, but that might be my food of choice if but, I had to eat the same thing every day. Uh, yeah. It could listen, be a turkey sandwich. It could be a slice of pizza. Listen, it could be some fried rice. Listen, There's a lot of things. That's, I'm an easy person to please. I am as you with can tell you, on air. I am with you where pe- people can do whatever they want with their pizza because pizza is just it's pizza, man. You can do whatever you can add whatever you want. Now I don't know about candy corn pizza. Oh, and I'll tell you what I don't like. They do this at Allegiant during the Raiders games. They said they like they call it pizza like it's a, it's because it's shaped like a pizza. But then instead of tomato sauce, it's chocolate and then everything. Don't call it pizza. Uh, you don't like dessert pizza? It's not pizza. It's dessert. It's a big cookie. It's a big cake. Okay. It's a big pie. I'm with you on that. A, uh, it's not a pizza pie. A Dan responded to this uh, Thanksgiving slice and you can check it out at Steve Cofield. It's up at ESPN Las Vegas. He said the local bar near me makes their own version of this. Difference is they stuff the crust. With pie filling, no, that's no, that's on a Thanksgiving pie. Unacceptable. You wouldn't like some pie filling no. instead of the dollops of cranberry. No, it's unacceptable. What do you mean? How sick would it be to have? Sick. How sick would it be to have the turkey and the stuffing, like bread on top of bread, and then in the crust is pumpkin pie? No. Oh my god! I, I, it's about- everything on a slice of pizza for Thanksgiving. Okay, pumpkin okay. pie they, 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 instead of pumpkin pie, just put sweet potatoes. You could do that. This is where we have to break. I don't like sweet potatoes. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. And I don't have time whole, to fight you on it. I don't like sweet potatoes. Oh, that's fine. But I don't like yams. or the same thing. I don't like them. I, that's fine. I like almost everything. I don't like sweet potatoes. It, the they're, whole, too, they're too the smushy. Whole I don't like the taste. The fat pack segment got twisted from, in case I'm not back, what's the go-to place to your silly slice of pie? Yes. Uh, 
Willie has a, a desperate need to urinate. Brad Powers will come in and we'll talk college football. Everything will be taken care of here. Yes. I don't, both of you guys just get the little jar and you can just go during the show. You don't have to leave all the time. I'm going to get a catheter. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. It's Cofield and Company's Eye on Sports Betting with Brad Powers. At Brad Power 7 on Twitter, BradPowerSports.com. Brad is up. What's up, buddy? Hey, thanks for having me on. All right, Brad, let's get into it. Uh, first of all, do you have a lean, a like, a side, a total on the uh, Falcons and Patriots coming up here in like 15 minutes? Uh, I would take Atlanta plus seven. To me, the look headline was four. I think there's an over-adjustment, over-reaction what happened last week. And anytime you get in the NFL where you get one team you know wins by 30-plus and another team lost by 40-plus, usually I go towards a team that everybody wants to throw in the trash. So I'll take the Falcons on a short week. Uh, let's dive into college football, and there's a ton of games tomorrow. Uh, right off the bat, what are we looking at with uh, the Cougars of Houston and Memphis? Houston, nine. Tough game. I, I, I mean, Houston's won nine straight, uh, and looking to, you know, that they could sneak in uh, as far as maybe a major bowl game if they went out. Uh, Memphis has played the tougher schedule. And if you look at them statistically, the two teams are, are very similar in yards per play margin. So I'd actually lean with Memphis at this point. All right. Uh, Mountain West Friday action. This is a tough one. Air Force getting a point at Nevada. I bet Nevada on the open, they were getting a point at that particular time. But, uh, you know, crossing through zero doesn't you know to make that much of a difference. Uh, I'm going to lean with the Wolfpack here. They're better in yards per play margin. Uh, to me, it's kind of a buy low spot with them coming off a loss. So Air Force traveling on a short week, just a slight lean on Nevada. UNLV in a late, 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 late start at 830. They're plus 11 against San Diego State. You know, I, I want to take UNLV, but, man, I just don't see how the offense for the Rebels has much success in this game. I just And they certainly can't turn it over like they did last week against Hawaii. Hawaii wasn't able to take advantage of those. I'm here to tell you, San Diego State will. Uh, at the current number, I'd actually lean with the Aztecs here, minus 10.5. All right. Cincinnati's had trouble uh, blowing people out. They've got a good team, pretty good team in front of them in SMU. They're laying 11.5 this time. I like SMU. The, the, of the games that we talked about so far, SMU would be my favorite. Uh, Cincinnati, if you look at them playing with pressure last month, 0-4 against the spread, and if they played like they have in any of the last four games, forget the point spread, they'll lose this game outright. So I think the Ponies can stay within single digits here. Do we have any track record this year or trends recently when a coach is dumped or told he's gonzo uh, middle of the season, late in the season with time left to play? What happens to that team? VTech is plus eight against Miami. I haven't seen anything for this year. I can tell you that there has been studies done on this at the NFL and college level for multiple years. I'm talking 10, 20 year type sample sizes. And to be perfectly frank with you, is right around 50%. So I know a lot of people like to say, oh, one game interim bump. I don't think it's the case here. It's not like the interim has a chance to, to get the permanent gig. I mean, Virginia Tech's had a disappointing season. The, I think the real question is, is Miami going to play for their head coach? Manny Diaz, because I'm here to tell you, if they lose, you know, any one of their last two games, I think he's gone. So I expect the, the Hurricanes actually to be the one to play inspired here. I'll take Miami. Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. I take this one very personally as a guy who uh, 
who calls games, a sideline reporter. Do you think the Red Raiders will back up their announcers who uh, actually were suspended for the game because they got super froggy about the officiating? Yeah, Texas Tech announcers are out for the game. They got suspended, reprimanded by the Big 12. Um, <laughs> on a serious note, Oklahoma State is rolling and is scoring a lot of points. Ten and a half is the spread here. Yeah, I mean, they're rolling against the spread. How about eight straight covers? I mean, that's tough to do in major college football. You usually only see like maybe one or two of those type of streaks a year. So Oklahoma State really red hot. And it's actually on the defensive side of the ball where I think they're getting mispriced. I mean, this is an elite defensive team in Oklahoma State. Uh, I'm going to fade Texas Tech. They just got the bowl eligibility. They celebrated big time off that win against Iowa State last week. I'm going to lean with the Cowboys, even with Bedlam on deck. I jumped on Michigan State plus 19 against Ohio State. Am I a nightmare? I mean, so many people. I mean, it's gotten to the point this week. I've yep. done a ton of shows, and everybody yep. that I've done a show with says, you know, how in the heck is Michigan State getting 19? And I'm I'm having deja vu to last week where everybody asked me, oh, well, how in the heck is Purdue getting 20 or 21? The Purdue team that beat Michigan State. I mean, how'd that work out for you? you guys last week i mean i think the spread is right i'm not here saying i'm gonna take ohio state but i mean it's a huge mismatch with the buckeyes passing attack against michigan state's past defense one of the worst at the power five level uh yeah i i think i don't think you got a sure thing i'll put it that way brad powers all right i will not bet or i will not mention any more games i bet so you know so far uh, <laughs> no, that's heard, right. no no I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding uh what about michigan against maryland a lot of people are saying the same thing look ahead to ohio state uh, Maryland, you know, could be a bit plucky at times. Terps are getting uh, as high as 16 now. Yeah, my numbers say Michigan. And in fact, if it wasn't for the sandwich spot coming off Penn State with the Buckeyes on deck, I would like my Michigan quite a bit here. I mean, yeah, Maryland's plucky. And what games? They're terrible against good teams. They failed to cover in six straight. Mike Loxley's a great recruiter. He's a good offensive coordinator. He's a terrible head coach. I mean, I lean Michigan here. Wisconsin. Believe it or not, folks, and, and Brad backed this up with some tweets earlier in the week, the, the books here really like Wisconsin and actually think Wisconsin is better than Oregon. And, you know, regardless of the record, Wisconsin may be the fifth, sixth, seventh best team in the country with the way they're playing right now. But, but this is another one of those deja vu spots. I'm hearing a lot of upset, cover, upset, cover. Nebraska getting nine and a half. Yeah, I, I, again, I think Nebraska is the public dog here. I mean, it's tough to get margin on Nebraska all year, but – I mean, some things have changed since we last seen Nebraska when they were, you know, had a good game against the Buckeyes. They fired basically their entire offensive coaching staff. They lost one of their best defensive players for the season, JoJo Doman. And again, Wisconsin, you know, I know they got three losses, but in a power rating, they're a top 10 team. So I'm going to leave with the Badgers. Brad Powers at Brad Powers 7 up on Twitter as he joins us every Thursday to get us ready for the college football weekend. Uh, what are we doing with Alabama and Arkansas? Because it seems like right now, I don't know if everyone is on Arkansas, but the number is going down. Yeah, I, lean, I think that's the sharper side. Not that it's, you know, sharpest play of the week material. But, I mean, Arkansas, to me, in their preferred underdog role under Sam Pittman, their head coach for the last couple of years, and Alabama, to me, doesn't have too many you know, six, 60 minute, you know, top to bottom performances this year. So I lean with Arkansas, not one of my favorite plays of the week. I want to play Utah minus three against Oregon. Well, I definitely think you're on the sharper side there, but sometimes I do think the market gets a little too cute. Uh, I mean, if it went to three and a half, I'd actually lean with the Ducks, but I, I, I hear you. Uh, I mean, Utah deserves to be the favorite. They're a favorite in my power ratings. It's just, you know, if it climbs past three, I, I think, again, uh, you know, that, that's a little much in my, uh, in my mind. 
Is there a chance Chip Kelly's actually leaving UCLA for what could be more money? We'll, we'll see. I guess Washington may consider him. Uh, the Bruins are three and a half against SC. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I don't even think UCLA should consider them if UCLA can't get the win here. I mean, I like the the Bruins quite a bit. It's one of my favorite plays of the week. You got USC starting a freshman quarterback, although I really like Jackson Dart, and I don't think he's that big of a downgrade from Keaton Slovis. But USC's playing without Drake London. Drake London, their wide receiver, was by far their best player of the year, uh, our best player on their team. And, and UCLA, to me, is still probably in the back of their minds a game that they blow, blew last year against the, you know USC in the final seconds. So – to me, UCLA clearly is the right side, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, if they lose that game outright, I'd get rid of Chip Kelly if I'm UCLA. Can you talk me off Oregon State getting three against Arizona State? No, I can't. Uh, I, I like them plus three. Arizona State's been very, you know, Jekyll and Hyde, like most of the Pac-12 this year. Uh, you know, they, look at their game against Washington last week. Uh, you look no further than that. You know, the Beavers have done better in the underdog role this year. They were struggling there in the favorite role. They've won their last two times as an underdog. Wouldn't be a bit surprised. You know, forget the plus three. I, I think Oregon State's live on the money line here. Is uh, Notre Dame going to smash Georgia Tech? They're laying uh, now 18 at one book, 17 and a half. Yeah, I agree with the move here. I mean, we're getting to the you know point of the season where you're going to hear all this, oh, Notre Dame's overrated, they're overrated. In fact, they're not. I mean, that is yeah. just a false statement. Notre Dame's won 38 consecutive games as a favorite. They do exactly what they're supposed to do. They win the game. And speaking of covering, they've covered their last five games since they lost to Cincinnati. I can only look towards the Irish in this one. I'm going to call this a change. Novices out there, but for me, it'll be the day. Uh, late, late game, very cocky. Late game, Hawaii, Colorado State in town, CSU season is kind of falling apart. Rainbow Warriors all pissed off after losing a UNLV getting two and a half at home. I lean Colorado State. I, I bet him at pick. I, I mean, I was at the Hawaii UNLV game last week. I mean, they got right. pushed around big yeah, time at the line of scrimmage. And I get it, Colorado State's season's falling apart. But one thing they'll do is they'll probably push around Hawaii at the line of scrimmage. So I lean with the Rams. All right. So what are you telling people about the uh, Vegas numbers on the current final four? Um, Vegas says they're they're way off with Oregon, right? Like Oregon might not even be a top 10 team. And I know you had the matchups with uh, Michigan as the fourth team, right? Yeah. So I do have Michigan number four in my power rings. I mean, if we're just going off of that, they would be the fourth team behind Georgia, Alabama and Ohio State. You're right. I don't have Oregon in my top 10. I have number 11. You don't believe me? Look no further than the point spread this week at a, a three-loss Utah team where they're an underdog and the money's coming in against Oregon. If Georgia and Michigan meet up, would you take Michigan plus the 14? No, no. I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I, I can't. They just don't step, step. I need to see. Well, I mean, if they get there, uh, you know, that would mean that they would have beaten Ohio State. So maybe I should tip walk that back a little bit. Right, but right. there's nothing in a big game setting for Michigan in the last 15 years that would make me want to bet them against Georgia. I just I cannot believe he still doesn't have, a, you know, an above average quarterback. It, it's shocking from Harbaugh. Yeah. And that's, I mean, their biggest, pro- that's their biggest problem. One, he, he's yanking yeah. them. I mean, he cost a team the Michigan State game. They can, talk, they can cry about officiating all they want. Reality is the freshman, you know, McCarthy shouldn't have been in there, especially after you almost fumbled the previous series. You put him right in there and he fumbles. I mean, he has nobody to blame but himself for losing to Michigan State. There he is. Very fired up. Brad Powers. I think I did that. Sorry about that. I got you all worked up. But uh, I hope you, uh, hope you do well tonight and the rest of the weekend. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you, okay? 
All right. Take care. Have a good one. There he is. Brad Powers. Interesting. Everyone's yelling at me today. You're yelling at me. You didn't like my pumpkin pie filled crust on the Thanksgiving Steve, pizza? Steve, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling with you. Yeah, that is a good point. We do yell a lot on the show. Just saying. Should we follow Ari's orders before we get out of here? He's been very demanding today, saying we have to reward the listeners with another giveaway. Ari's a clown. Wow. This has gotten real ugly. Well, we're going to do the giveaway. Uh, let's, let's do some tickets to Enchant. That's the great... Christmas celebration setup experience over at LV Ballpark, November 26th of January 2nd. You get two tickets. This uh, ticket pair is 40 bucks right now. It's going to go up after December 17th. They've got Enchant Christmas in BC, St. Petersburg, and Dallas. Now it's in Las Vegas. You can get your own tickets at EnchantChristmas.com. Call our seven right now, 364-1100-364-1100 to be a winner. Willie, you're over to the hockey game in just a couple minutes. You, to, did, to, you figure out your route? Did you figure out how you're going to get there? Uh, baby helicopter picking me up, dropping me off. You're very lucky, man. Very lucky, man. Thanks to Silver Sevens for hosting the show. They do it every Thursday. We very much appreciate that. Come on down. Golden Knights are up in just a little bit. Thursday night football, and you can get 77-cent beers, Bud, Bud Light, and Mick Ultra.